you go first. I'm really too old for this. No, you go first. Boy, I'm too old for this. You're getting too old for this. I'm too old for this. We're not too old for this. We're not too old for this. Say it like you believe it. We're not too old for this. Coming to you from an undisclosed location, thousands of fathoms beneath the sea, this is the Deep Dive Podcast. All ahead, one third, up scope. Battle stations. Battle stations! Hello, divers! Welcome to the Deep Dive Podcast, the only podcast that's part of a complete nutritious breakfast. Ooh. Yeah. You didn't know that, did I you? didn't know that, no. Enriched with vitamins. <laughs> I feel enriched. See? Don't you? <laughs> I'm Tom Feeney, writer for Wings Chop Movie Magazine, available on Amazon.com. And with me is... Amanda. Hi, Co-host Amanda. extraordinaire, famed beauty, lover of all things dinosaur, but of course... You already knew that. We did already know that. Yep. I'm sorry that I'm a little under the weather. I know I sound kind of more like robotronic, but I'm getting better, I swear. Yeah. You know, you got to have that emphysema looked at. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. No. I knew it. Please help me edit that out. Wow. (laughs) Um, So, hello to all of our listeners. Thank you for bearing with us. We've had a little bit of a vacation. You know, it's summertime. You know, got to take some time for ourselves. And also, I always had emphysema. That's what it was. Yeah, we know. Yeah. The iron lung, I mean, you know, it takes a lot to get in and out of that. <laughs> so, we understand. We understand. Some of the 1980s, so yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> so, our topic, mm-hmm. in case you were wondering, and why wouldn't you be, for this particular episode is the Buddy Cop movie. Yes. Yes. So, as always, let's define our terms so we can completely destroy them. <laughs> Typically, this genre includes two authority figures, usually police officers, who have to work together mm-hmm. to solve some major crime. However, it doesn't necessarily have to be two cops. It can be a cop and a convict, like 48 Hours, or a bounty hunter and a fugitive, like Midnight Run, uh, or even Whoopi Goldberg and a T-Rex in Theodore Rex. <laughs> So I almost, I almost, but then I knew, you know what, that's crossing a line. It's crossing a line. On many levels, (laughs) crossing a line, yes. But just so you know, it was in my repertoire. Okay, well, you know, I had, I considered uh, some more interesting choices as well. I mean, one of the, one of the subgenres of buddy cop movie is, of course, the cop and dog movie. You've got Turner Turner and Hooch. Hooch. Canine with mm. Jim Belushi and the Chuck Norris Garbage Fire Top Dog. <laughs> yes, that's a real movie. I did not make that up. Is Chuck Norris really in any bad movies, though? To be fair, it's Chuck Norris. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you're in trouble when the dog is a better actor. <laughs> fair Seriously. Enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm. <laughs> I mean, just, wood paneling would be a better. Just actor. Roundhouse kick him. He'll be all set. Oh, Roundhouse. That makes me think of. Um, Roundhouse? Yes, but it also made me think of, um, what's the surfer one? Point Break? Uh, Point Break. That's also a buddy cop movie, kind of. Kind of, except he's an undercover cop, and his buddy is Patrick Swayze. I mean, who who would not want to have Patrick Swayze as a buddy? Yeah, especially, well, not now. Well, yeah, yeah. rest in peace. Oh, Patrick. I mean, that that was a tough death for me. 
in any case, it was a tough death. So those death are the everybody. rules that we probably didn't follow. Probably not. Yeah. So what do you got for us today? Well, I got some interesting picks, oh and boy. I have to say, I'm scared. <laughs> I laughed probably through the entirety of writing my uh, show notes, as it were. Oh, that's encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> so the first one, my first one is entitled <laughs> R.I.P.D. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, from 2013. Wow. Directed by Robert Schwenke, who actually is a director from The Time Traveler's Wife. Have you seen that? Yeah. With, yeah. Uh, with uh, what's his name? Yes, him. Yeah, and the other guy. And, yeah, and the girl, yeah. Richard McAdams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that <laughs> we are so bad at that. I want to say Keanu, but it wasn't Keanu, No, it was wasn't. It? What's um, I'm Eric Bana? Okay, I was thinking of the one with... Um, uh, Keanu and Sandra Bullock, not Speed, Speed. but the other one with the, the male and all that. I forget which one. Uh, Carter, I, don't I can't remember. Yeah. In any case, um, it's starring Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Jeff Bridges, Kevin Bacon, and Mary Louise Parker. Um, Mary Louise Parker from Fried Green Tomatoes, which is one of my favorite movies ever. Kevin Bacon from Kevin Bacon. Jeff Bridges from The Dude, Ryan Reynolds, uh, also known as Deadpool. I am not a big Deadpool fan. You know what? I'm not either. Not of. I was never a Deadpool fan of the comics. Right. But the movies I themselves. Did enjoy the yeah. They, they're they're okay. I can watch them once, laugh for a little bit, and then be done. But ultimately, this movie is most definitely a buddy cop movie. Um. So okay. So let me give you a brief a brief synopsis here, right? We got this guy named Nick. He's a kind of a shady cop, and uh, as is a sort of frequent thing that happens, cops come into contact with, like, paraphernalia and, like, lots of money that gets stolen, you know, sure. that kind of thing. And I'm yeah. sure that there was temptation out the wazoo. Of course. So Nick, unfortunately, gave into that. And he stole a little bit of gold, and he was like, you know what, I'm going to use this gold for good. I'm going to help my wife, Julia, I think her name is, and, you know, live a great life. But then... His conscience gets to him. Oh, boy. Yeah, so he's like, I'm going to return this gold. But he doesn't get the chance because, bam, he's killed, shot. He's a leprechaun. By his, quote-unquote, friend-slash-partner cop. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm, it's one of those deals. Done, So you think, all right, well, that's sad. It's done, it's over with. But it's not. He gets sucked into this weird vortex, into, like, a limbo. Time stops. And all of a sudden, you realize he's in... Well, he's literally in limbo, and he can't cross over into the afterlife because he's a shady guy. And he can't fit under the pole because it's limbo. Exactly. It's just so incremental. No one could fit under that. How low could he go? It, caterpillar. Mm, it's that yeah, low. Yeah. So he meets Jeff Bridges, who is also a shady person, um, and he is dwelling within this area because that's his penance, right? He's there to guide all the other bad folks who can't make it into the afterlife, um, except he's a little bit older than Nick. Um, he's from the Civil War. <laughs> okay, slightly yeah. older. What side was he on? A little older. Um, he was a, a Southerner. Oh, boy. Yeah, he was a marshal. Mm. Just, you know, yeah. Um, so, anyways, so he now has to figure out how, what do I do? And he's recruited into the RIPD because he's a cop. I get it. RIPD. Rest in peace department. Of course. <laughs> who's, he's tasked solely with finding the souls of folks who just refuse to move on. Like they think that they have unfinished business or they're scared or whatever the case may be. And then help them migrate to the afterlife before they become what they call deados. Where am I? Officer Walker, you're dead. Tough day. Welcome to the RIPD. 
Rest in peace, department. Come on, rookie. Here's the deal. Our job is catching bad souls that escaped the afterlife. Bag it, tag it, and bury it deep. That's sick. I don't know what else to shoot you between. There's something else. You don't look like you anymore. What do I look like? Really? An old Chinese guy? What about you? Well, I guess you win, Roy. If the dead take over, that's it for the living world. I've never seen that before. I got this. You were supposed to contain. Didn't contain. I'm okay. Nothing to see. Gotta go. R.I.P.D. Rated PG-13. Ghettos? Which is basically ghost zombies. It sounds like the worst breakfast cereal ever. I know, right? Oh, man. But if a ghetto doesn't go to the afterlife in a certain amount of time, well, they become the ghetto, and they're, like, really enraged. They're no longer human. They don't retain any of their memories. So they're essentially zombies. They become zombies. So in order to prevent that, they have to be ushered. Bounty hunters. That's essentially what they are. Ah. So that's his job. Um, and then to pay for his crimes, he's basically recruited into this department, and he, he can't reveal himself. Um, he can't, you know, nothing like that. Unbeknownst to him, though, um, he can walk amongst people right like he's in the actual world with the living but he doesn't look like himself <laughs> so part of his his you know job is to not reveal that the afterlife exists until you're ready for it so he's given a different appearance and different identity he happens to be like an old chinese man now which he wasn't before okay and jeff bridges who uh is roy he is actually taking the shape of a blonde woman like a really tall statuesque mm. blonde woman it's actually kind of funny um and i can't remember his name but the actor who is sort of playing Nick and in his other form um, is very famous. He does a lot of like stereotypical, he, he plays a stereotypical Asian man in a lot of these films. Um, but that's like his shtick, Like that's how he gets through. But anyways, um, so Nick is having a hard time accepting this and he finds his wife, Julia, and he tries to reveal himself to her. But of course, oh, all she sees is, mistake. yeah, this, this, well, I'd hate to say it, but this tiny little Asian man coming at her like, I love you, blah, 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 blah. So you remember the guy who shot him? His name is Hayes. Mm -hmm. Turns out, plot twist, bum, he's bum, bum. a deado. Oh. He's, he's dead already, and Nick never knew it because, you know, you don't exactly know, and you can still walk him amongst the living. Sure. So now the story shifts between, like, trying to get Hayes out of you know, stop all his badness and get him back into wherever he's going to be, which they don't necessarily say that the afterlife is heaven or hell, but one can assume that it's one of the two, right? And I would assume that Hayes, since he shot and killed Nick, would be going to the bad place. Mm. But I don't know. Um, it comes down to like some really like emotionally tormenting scenes. And then we get to the end where, well, Nick reveals himself to Julia. They have a sweet embrace, and you think everything's great. No. Right, but he still has to complete his, like, 83-million-year sentence mm. for being a bad cop. So they give him a <laughs> new appearance. Um, and I will not spoil it, because it's hilarious. Uh, but basically... That's what it is. It's like a, almost like an old Western bounty hunter yeah. cop drama, buddy cop drama mixed into one. Now, the buddy cop, of course, comes with Jeff Bridges, who's Roy, the Civil War Marshal, and Ryan Reynolds, um, because he's like a – Jeff Bridges is a mentor kind of thing, and, like, Nick is like, I have to learn from this guy because he's been there since the Civil War. So, you know, mm, that was yeah. a couple hundred years ago. Um, so, yeah, that's where it comes into play. Um, but it's really good. Um, I thought it was hilarious, and I just love the title that they <laughs> called the Rest in Peace Department. I mean, how lame could it be, but yet it works? 
So um, it was. It's not that old too. It's from 2013. I don't think many people know about it, but uh, to the scores, <laughs> they were not pretty good. IMDb gives it a 5.6. Metacritic gave it a 25. Rotten Tomatoes, ready? 13%. Ouch. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it like a 7-0 because I really thought it was funny. I enjoyed the concept of um, sort of having a different appearance, but yet being your other, your other self. It's, makes, it's a whole new level, a whole new like dimension that you have to work with. Um, but yeah, it wasn't bad. Where can you get it? You can rent it. Um, Fandango Now, PlayStation Store, Redbox, which I know we've talked about. I love that. Um, $2.99, which is standard. You can also purchase it for $9.99 on Amazon, YouTube, Google Play, and Apple iTunes. Very good. Yeah. What does it get on the uh, Mandameter? 7.0. 7.0? Yeah. Nice. yeah, it's pretty high up there. Did you know that this uh, movie was based on a comic book? I didn't know that, no. It's based on a Dark Horse comic. Oh, they make good stuff. Yeah. yeah. It was published in 2000. Oh, okay. So okay. it actually is a comic book movie. Oh. Yeah. Kind of like The Crow. Kind of like The Crow. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But The Crow is way better. Oh, my God. So yeah. The first one. The other no, one. The other one. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's amazing. So as you were describing this movie, it actually kind of reminded me of a movie that, in hindsight, I might have picked, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dead Heat. I did see that when I was researching. So with Joe Piscopo? Yep, yep. And Treat Williams? I've never seen it, but I saw the title. Cop. Yeah. Yeah, one is a zombie, one is not, and hijinks ensue. <laughs> but yeah, so that's interesting. So you that's know, a good pick. It's, a good it, pick. it's not bad. I, I enjoyed it. It wasn't too, too long. And like I said, it has Ryan Reynolds in it. So I think some people will, will watch it just for that fact. So that, sure. that draws him in there for sort of a current actor. But yeah. it wasn't bad. I okay. liked it. Okay. My All first right. pick. Solid. Very solid. Thank you. All right. So for me, well, now there, while there may be many different types of buddy cop movies we Mm. discussed the dog ones and there's you know there's some ridiculous variations on the buddy cop with a t-rex with a t-rex thank you Whoopi goldberg (laughs) uh and burt reynolds and that kid that little kid and uh cop and a half yeah that was creepy that was very bad so for me uh because of my particular bent yeah uh i decided to focus on a sub sub genre Right. No pun intended for deep dive. Uh, the cop alien movie. Yeah, I'm already concerned. <laughs> yes, yeah. Well, you should be. <laughs> so my first pick is 1998's Alien Nation. Oh, wait. Didn't they make a TV show out of this? They did make a yeah. TV show out of this. But first, it was a film. So the movie takes place in the distant future mm-hmm. of... 1991. Ooh. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, after a ship of aliens dubbed the newcomers crash land on Earth and have to assimilate into human society with decidedly mixed results. Now, this is, of course, a rather obvious allegory for immigration mm-hmm. because the ship crash land in, uh, outside California. Okay. So they're trying to basically acclimate to human society. Uh, and as you might expect, they're not welcomed with open arms by everyone. No. And I know, right? How about that? They're treated with fear and distrust everywhere they go. Now, in the spirit of diversity, mm-hmm. uh, the first newcomer police detective named Sam Francisco, <laughs> apparently because they were getting the people that were giving out the names of the newcomers got a little punchy. <laughs> uh, after a while and started giving out rather silly names. It's like a Transformers vibe. They just picked whatever they found. Basically, yes. <laughs> so, uh, Sam Francisco. Now, 
Uh, he's played by Mandy Patinkin. Oh, Who yeah. does an amazing job mm. underneath all this makeup of creating a really, really interesting... The prosthetics, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Amazing character. Uh, which is, like, he's so good in this. But he's assigned to the Los Angeles Police Department. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for Sam, his partner, Matthew Sykes, was played by James Kahn, has a bit of a racist streak when it comes to newcomers. James Kahn? Yeah, James Kahn. In fact, he, d- he decides right away he's not going to call his new partner Sam Francisco. He decides he's just going to call him George. What? Because he thinks that name is absolutely ridiculous. So he's like, nope, nope, nope. And then we later find out that uh, when James Kahn uh, introduces himself, uh, the, the newcomer kind of laughs to himself about it. And James Kahn's like, what's so funny? And uh, he says that his last name, Sykes, uh, in his alien language, means um, uh, excrement cranium. Or, you know, you figure that one out for yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they, they get off to a really good start, obviously. Um, but the pair has to work together to solve a series of murders that's tied to a terrible secret the newcomers have been hiding since they arrived on Earth. In 1991, they came to Earth. They learned our language. My true name is Stangia Sorensa. Well, took jobs and tried to fit in. Tell me the truth. Have you ever made it with one of us? But there's something about them we don't know. Prepare yourself for Alien Nation. Rated R. Coming soon to a theater near you. So there's this huge kind of a conspiracy with some uh, newcomers that have sort of acclimated and become successful in society. Jealousy ensues, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, there's all kinds of sort of um, back and forth kind of, you know, machinations going on because right. the, the newcomers were slaves. They were actually, uh, a, it was actually a slave ship that crashed. And these newcomers were essentially uh, bred to be controlled and used as slave labor. Oh, geez. So when they when they land on Earth, they absolutely have no idea how to fend for themselves. They wow. literally don't. They come from right. a culture where they are subservient to their their keepers. Right. Who apparently died in the crash, uh, leaving the survi- only survivors being the newcomers. Right. So that there's a lot going on in this for a so-called like buddy cop movie. Yeah. Uh, some of it is a little ham-fisted. Sure. The racism stuff and the immigration stuff. I mean, while it's still as relevant today as it was then, if not for, more so, if not more so for you know apparent reasons. Right, right, right. Um, it was a pretty clever and well thought out story, mm-hmm. uh, and the relationship that develops between Francisco and Sykes. Uh, is really cool. Mm-hmm. They learn to respect each other. Uh, they learn to work together, and they slowly kind of bond and become friends. Uh, and it's really, it's kind of nice. But it's still a buddy cop movie. There's action, you know, uh, some really good set pieces when it comes to stunts and things like that. But overall, it's a really, really well done movie. And you know, once again, James Conn and Mandy Patinkin have incredible chemistry together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I would love to have, I'd love to talk some to talk to somebody who worked on that film because here we got like two people who seemingly have two very different personalities right James Conn versus Mandy Patinkin yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so that would have been interesting to hear how they got along. I don't know if, uh, you know, I haven't seen any stories about that, but that would have been fun to be a, a fly on the wall for that. It's like Driving Miss Daisy with aliens. Yeah. <laughs> interesting there. Uh, yeah, no, not at all. Um, anyway, so, and, and of course, yes, there was a uh, successful TV series yeah, yeah. and some TV movies, and they're all worth checking out. But for this film, uh, it gets a 6.3 out of 10 okay. on the Internet okay. Movie Database and a respectable 54% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so I believe that's fresh. <laughs> Over 50. I don't know what that is. I'm I, not sure how that works. Yeah. Uh, but it can be both the series and the movie are available for rental. Uh, the movie is available for $3.99 on iTunes and Vudu. Mm, okay. So Alien Nation, check it out. It's a great sort of late 80s action movie with some mm-hmm. interesting twists. So Good pick, yeah. Give it a look. I feel like it's one of the few movies that did spawn a relatively good TV show afterwards. Um, you know, you can't really think of... I can't really think of too, too many that did that, so... I mean, I just remember, like, my mom, like, tuning in every weeknight to watch it. Like, it, you know, yeah, it was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, good pick. Thank All right. You. I'm good with that. All right. So, my... I'm really glad we went over the rules, and I am Uh-oh. doing quotation marks here, people. Yeah, air quotes. Air quotes. That's the one. Um, because in my second pick, I kind of broke them. Just going to put that out there. So my pick is, uh, my second one is from 1992. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing Just like giggling already. I'm scared. <laughs> and it's called Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Oh, no. No, 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 no. I totally Sylvester did Stallone it. and, and Estelle, Estelle Getty from the Golden Girls. <laughs> wow. You yeah. know what they should have called this movie? What? Stop or we'll make this film. That's what it should have been called. Get ready for the battle of the century. In this corner, experience, determination, and guts. And in this corner... Get in, we're gonna nail those turkeys. ...his mommy... Go ahead, make your bed. Tom! Oh, please, you don't have anything you haven't seen before. Please make her stop! Is he adorable? Sylvester Stallone. Estelle Getty. Stop. <laughs> or my mom will shoot. You know, I actually saw, um, he was on SNL, Sylvester Stallone, this was on SNL years later, and there was some skit where I guess he was begging for his life, and his last words were, I know the movie with Estelle Getty was really bad, I'm sorry. But, yeah. Anyways, for those who don't know, this is an adorable... What? <laughs> Awkward and adorable buddy, like, cop, son, mother drama. Uh, so, you mispronounced deplorable. Oh, deplorable. <laughs> I thought it was funny. So Joe, Sylvester Stallone, um, is a cop. You know, he's a really good cop. He's kind of on the fritz with his ex, and so he's going through a lot of drama, a lot of, like, stressful times. So his mom, Estelle Getty, was like, you know what, son? Every son needs their mother to come and spend time with them at this stage in their life. So she just ups and, you know, says, hey, I'm going to come to your house, which is its own set of problems, especially if your mom is a Stelgetti. But um, she wants to help. She wants to be very useful around the house. So, you know, not just more than the typical, like doing the dishes, doing the laundry. Well, Joe is a cop. And as most cops usually do have arms, firearms in, around the house. So she gets a hold of one and decides to clean it um, with bleach. <laughs> oh. And if, from what I now understand and from what the movie kind of told me is that it ruins it. It was not a good situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's obviously rip-roaring mad. She's like, what do I do? What do I do? So she wants to make it right. So she finds some shady guy to sell her what she thinks is another gun. Turns out it's an illegal machine gun. 
Yeah. Mm. And she buys it for him. And <laughs> she's going to give it to him. But, wow. you know, what happens in the process with shady people and kind of guns, especially in movies, she's witness now to a murder. <laughs> so. Well, this sounds more and more hilarious all yeah, the time. I mean, I thought it was funny. There's some one-liners. You have to admit there's some one-liners yeah, in there. Yeah, okay. Um, so she's now witness to this, and she needs to help solve the murder case with her son, Joe. Um it basically hilarity ensues mm. with this mother-son duo trying to solve a crime and because she illegally purchased a firearm for somebody <laughs> what more could you ask for wow it was no rhinestone i'll say that but uh, still oh rhinestone um no it was not but because there's no cowboy hats um but sylvester Stallone. If you didn't know, he does talk a little bit funny. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so the thing for Rocky is certainly exaggerated, but he does talk like that. And sometimes he he slurs his words a little bit. And I just keep thinking of Estelle Getty and like, oh my God, just some of the one-liners from Golden Girls. If you imagine her in that sense in this movie, it's hilarious. But in any case, um, there's not I don't not think much... that words means what you think it means. <laughs> Hilarious. There's, there's, there's not really much to say about this movie other than I thought it was funny. It was a total bust. Mm-hmm. And it gets made fun of pretty regularly yes. by a lot of critics and a lot of people. I mean, there's even modern day movies like, um, oh, what was it? There was a movie recently that kind of copied a scene from this. And it was like a big gag in there. But, um, yeah, so it, it's... It, <laughs> You have to watch it. I can't it. wait to hear these numbers. Yeah, <laughs> let me uh, let me get to these scores. Um, IMDb gives it a four point two. <laughs> Metacritic didn't have a score. Mm. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a eight percent. Oh, <laughs> ouch! <laughs> that is definitely not fresh. No. Um, I'm giving it a six point oh wow, because I generous. think it, I'm generous. Yeah, maybe, but I think it's hilarious. And who wouldn't want to see this little grandma walking around with a you know toting a big old gun and what, most whatever. of America. Most of the well, yeah. Mm. Um, where can you get this? You can get it for three ninety nine rental on Amazon, Microsoft Store, Google Play, Apple iTunes, Standard. You can get perch. You can purchase it for nine ninety nine on Amazon, YouTube, Google Play, and Apple. So. Um, before you go to your second pick, and then I'll, of course I'll have my honorable mentions, I just want to say that Sylvester Stallone as a cop isn't that bad like of an idea. He's been in a lot of like copy movies. Yeah, he's been cop and Judge movies. Dredd, that kind of thing. Yeah, Copland. Copland. In this movie, I have to admit, he wasn't a good cop. Everything he did just seemed to contradict everything a cop would do. So... Okay. I just wanted to put that out there. All I, right, I, all I right. do have some sense of. It's a fair assessment. Assessment, yeah. yeah. That's my second pick. All right. Very um, hilarious. Very interesting. Funny. Mm. Super funny. Mm. No? Check your thesaurus. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. Now. Oh, yeah. In keeping with my theme of the Buddy Cop Alien movie. There's more than one? Oh, yeah. <laughs> my second pick is a forgotten gem of the 1980s. The wonderfully offbeat movie, The Hidden. Mm, don't think I've heard of it. Yeah, and, and it's a shame, too. Because it was hidden from me? Yes, exactly. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, this is one of those great story premises that can go either way. Either really good or just god-awful. Thankfully, this one was really good. Mm. Now, in this film, we start out, average, ordinary people, for no apparent reason start turning into violent criminals. <laughs> Police Sergeant Thomas Beck, who was played by uh, actor Michael Norrie, hmm. he's one of those that, you know, you don't know the name, but you know him. If you see him, you're like, oh, yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's trying to discover why this is all happening. So in comes this quirky FBI agent named Lloyd Gallagher, who was played by 
Kyle McLaughlin. Right. Uh, who a few years later would play another quirky FBI agent named Dale Cooper in Twin Peaks. Hmm. It was kind of like training wheels for that job, apparently. So after seemingly killing a suspect, we discover the real reason behind what's going on, what, what's behind this strange phenomena. Because when the, the suspect is killed, he's taken to the morgue and all that. So. Yeah. But we find out that this really gross, disgusting alien parasite mm. has been moving from body to body, possessing uh, individuals and basically acting out on its dark impulses. So this parasite will invade a person and then proceed to just go out of its mind going like doing violence because it can't on its own it doesn't have a body right it's just this sort of slug and it takes over body and then just goes absolutely crazy with it like you know committing crimes killing people being very uh hedonistic so there's no accountability yeah no accountability and if the body dies he just moves on to another one The most wanted criminal in the universe. It's not human. Has come to Earth. Step out of the car slowly. Now, nothing can stop it. Except the cops. Who followed it here. Am I crazy? Or does this seem just a little bizarre? You think it's over now? The Hidden. You're wrong. Rated R. Starts this Friday at a theater near you. This alien will kill anyone who gets in its way of having a good time, essentially. Wow. This alien's looking for a party and doesn't care who gets in the way, which is crazy. But after these two law enforcement officers start working together, Detective Beck begins to notice that the FBI agent is displaying some pretty odd behavior, like just kind of like, you know... uh, Stuff that just would be would stand out among like normal people, just the way he hold, carries himself and talks, right, right. kind of like an affected language. You know, his speech patterns are a little weird, and he just seems kind of just strange. He, uh, the detective invites him to meet his family, and you know, he just reacts kind of weirdly with his family. So we find out, you know, we find out some more about him because uh, the detective believes that. The FBI agent, Kyle McLaughlin, is hiding something. He's not giving him the entire truth. And that's absolutely right. Mm. There is something not quite right about this FBI agent. And, well, we kind of find out that, well, the FBI agent might not be human after all. Giant cockroach? Not giant cockroach. No, this is not Men in Black. (laughs) But, yeah, so the Kyle McLaughlin character, mm, he's got something inside him as well. (laughs) Is it heart? Is it spirit? Is it gumption? Uh, it's more like goo. Ew. <laughs> it's kind of gooey. So once again, we are dealing with this movie that has a really cool, clever premise. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's a low-budget movie, not a doubt. But it is extremely well-directed and well-acted. And probably one of the most entertaining films, overall entertaining films of the 80s, to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't do well in the box office, but it did gain uh, much more life on home video when it was released. Mm. And for like sci-fi buffs like myself, this is really a hidden gem. So if you are a fan, if you're a sci-fi fan, or specifically if you're a fan of Kyle MacLachlan, check this movie out. You'll really like it a lot. Or a fan of chestbursters? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of gross. <laughs>
But onto the scores, and I think, you know, these are actually uh, good scores reflective of how good this movie is. It gets a 7 out of 10 okay. on the Internet Movie Database. Surprising. And a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. So, yeah. So if you get the chance to see this, if you're a fan of that kind of film, by all means, do yourself a favor and check it out. So it's available to rent for $2.99 on most streaming services, including Vudu, Amazon Prime, Google Play, and iTunes. So, right. there you go. The Hidden. Check it out. Nice. I don't want it to stay hidden Ooh. much longer. <laughs> a, a hidden gem. <laughs> yes. Mm. <laughs> Not bad. Mm, I do some you. honorable mentions. You do? Yeah, I do. Oh. Got a couple. First one was Lethal Weapon 1. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the, the I know. you know, it's the, a standard. It's it sets the it sets the bar it's for the bar. all the other ones. And I just want to point out that I think 1 is the best. I like four. Four, okay, one and four. When one, okay, one and four. But yes. I'd say one is probably a little bit better than four. Oh it, yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah. But *Lethal Weapon*, um, *Beverly Hills Cop* three. Okay, the not one as, in the amusement park. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God, I love that scene when they're printing the money. That literally just okay. it sticks with me through my childhood. But, and I don't know if you can call it necessarily a buddy cop thing, but of course he, you know, Axel has some of his partners in the, you know, they sure. come back. So I was like, yep, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And then. Then a serious one, and I really stick by this, Backdraft. Backdraft? Yeah. Huh? So, you okay. know, you know they're, they're firemen. That's predominantly a fireman movie. But at one point, Alec Baldwin, no, his brother, Billy Baldwin, <laughs> one of the Baldwins. One of the Baldwins. Um, has to basically pair up with a fire marshal who in himself is kind of a detective, right, and to solve a crime. So, basically... It's kind of like a buddy cop movie, but it's a really good movie. I mean, all, mm-hmm. I, I actually really enjoy that yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Kurt Russell's awesome oh, in that yeah, movie. He's always good. He's always good. But those are my honorable mentions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought this was a really good topic. I really enjoyed it. I do, too. So I also have a couple of honorable Ooh, mentions. Ooh. Go ahead. Uh, my first one is kind of, is a really good one. Yeah. Tango and Cash. Oh, yes. Okay, More Sylvester so Stallone. Uh, yeah, exists. Yeah. And Kurt Russell. Yeah, and Kurt Russell. So the trifecta. Yeah, absolutely. Really good. Uh, but my, my my second honorable mention is what I consider to be the absolute worst. Oh, okay. The absolute worst buddy cop movie ever made, and that is Cops and Robbersons. Uh, that is with Chevy Chase and Jack Palance. Uh, oh. The less said about this one, the, the better. better. <laughs> but if you you know if you're interested in watching a garbage fire. <laughs> Then, you know, see if you can find it under some rock somewhere. Oh, man. It's just absolutely <laughs> terrible. So oh, these honorable mentions aren't necessarily, like, the best ones. They're, like, just dishonorable ones. mentions, yeah, a few of them. Yeah, a few of them, which mm. is ones we like. Yeah. <clears throat> well, good. Good show. Good yes, show. Yes, absolutely. So we've come to that point um, before we kind of wrap it up here Indeed. where we talk about some of our favorite people, some shout-outs, that yeah. cool thing. Well, I'd like to say keep an eye on Podbean's Instagram because next month they'll be featuring us, oh, yes. which is really cool. They yes, are our platform, indeed. if you mm-hmm. didn't know. Yep. Our website is uh, thedeepdivepodcast.podbean.com. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and find all links to our social medias there, past episodes. Um, we've actually got our merch store up there, too. We do. New T-shirts are rolling out all the time. Buy often. Very exactly. Buy them. Buy them all. Um, but Podbean's going to be hosting us for about a week. Um, so stay tuned to their Instagram. They'll be, you know, using us in their live feeds. And uh, it's just going to be really awesome. Yep. Um, so really, it's great. Um, like to say hello to uh, the Belligerents podcast. There are our friends over there. Have a couple of good episodes. Some, hey, guys. Some, uh, some deep topics, right? But um, I, I thought it was really well presented, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed their last episode. Yeah. So thanks for the shout-out, guys. Um, and if it's okay with you, I would like to dedicate this episode to my brother, Bobby, mm, who we recently lost a few weeks ago. Yes. 
but just want to say thanks and i'm sure he enjoyed this episode so anyways that's my stuff i hit okay what's my thing i've hit all the websites i hit the links i hit the shout outs was there anything else i had to do uh, I never read the memo, so... No, you don't read the memo, but I do would like to mention that next month we are starting <gasps> season da-da-da. two. Yep, season two of the Deep Dive Podcast. Yeah, thank you to everybody who's stuck with us through yes. season one. Absolutely. It's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun build, like learning as we go, and all the different topics we came up with were... <laughs> it took hard work. It did. At least minutes. Minutes of work. <laughs> minutes of work. I sacrificed about a 15-minute break at work one time for this. Ugh. You know, that's just because I'm dedicated. I'm so dedicated You're to this. You're the hero we deserve. <laughs> um, but season two coming up is going to have way more content. Yes. Um, we're going to have some really out there topics, but we're going to do our best to kind of make it a little bit more structured. And then, um, and we're hoping to get some suggestions from you guys too. We would love to hear some yeah. suggestions from you because frankly, we're running out of ideas. That's, you weren't supposed to say oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that not... Oh, oh, I had it man. written down. I guess I shouldn't have. Yeah, you remember when I gave that. your script? That wasn't it. In any case. All right. Look anyway. <laughs> on our Instagram page, we'll have some cool things coming up. Some polls, some new uh, ideas, maybe some contact that you can uh, sort of feed back and forth with us. But mm-hmm. as always, please, please, if you uh, want to give us any comments, suggestions, feel free to email us at the deep dive podcast at gmail.com. If you like us, please go ahead and rate us on iTunes. That's how we get kind of noticed. Yes. Um, you know, if you want to give us a rating, make sure it's a five star people. Come yeah. on. And you you can check us out right now on iHeartRadio. We are now part of that network, which is fantastic. It is. I love iHeartRadio. I do, too. They're pretty much everywhere. You know what I don't like? What? Spotify. You know why? (sighs) (laughs) Because we can't get our podcast on there. Yeah. It's a technical issue, but one that makes me angry. But anyway. You know what? You know what? They got to work on that. They do. They work. Yeah. Hit us up. All right. So, next dive. The next dive. It seems like these newfangled computers are here to stay. Uh Even after the global disaster of Y2K. (laughs) Oh, I remember that. Or remember 9999? Oh, you know, I still still have trauma from that. But we're going to take a look back at movies featuring those nasty hacker people. Hacker people? Hacker people. You know, that's what old people say when they can't unlock their iPhones. I've been hacked. Or or they see a picture of Julian Assange. Oh, it's just a hacker guy. That hacker. Julian Ass Ange. Oh, that is... That's a whole other subject. Oh, yeah. So that's next time on the Deep Dive Podcast. Coming up next on most of these podcast stations, it's Taylor Trash, a frank and honest roundtable discussion about what people have discovered in Taylor Swift's garbage. This episode, <laughs> has Taylor switched to Chobani yogurt instead of Faye? <gasps> the answer may surprise you. Uh-oh. That's right. So stay tuned for that. On behalf of Manda and myself... Thank you. Thank you so much. For listening to our podcast. Thank you. And transmission, three, two, two. Oh, uh, one. I, I got nothing. I, I mean, neither. I got All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. Good night. Special thanks to Spirits of the Symphonic and Echo Craft for our amazing theme music. Links to both artists can be found on our website, the Deep Dive Podcast. .podbean.com If you like us, you can subscribe on iTunes, Podbean, Overcast, or wherever fine podcasts are found. The Deep Dive Podcast is a production of Automaton Media. Coming soon to theaters across America. Police work is going to the dogs. Chuck Norris. 
dog. No doubt about it. You boys are made for each other. <laughs>